Now we've heard about Marshall, but how does NC State bring the thunder? You are locked on Wolfpack, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Wolfpack Nation? Welcome back to another episode of Locked on Wolfpack. Free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. That's why LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. Terms and conditions apply happy friday to all as always i'm grayson boone joined by former wolfpack defensive tackle kenton gibbs we have a lot to discuss here on friday we're first going to get into kenton's keys then we have fan friday to follow some of our top comments of the week and we will finish up with providing our final thoughts and predictions for the marshall game on saturday so without further ado let's get into these offensive keys obviously all of this is predicated around making MJ comfortable, getting the best version of MJ um, that we can get, right? So obviously the first one, stay ahead of the sticks. We want to see first five yards or more on first downs. And please know, we forgot to add this in last time. This will be adjusted if there is a play that is an extreme outlier. If we get a 140-yarder in there like last time, obviously that distorts the average a little bit. It's like if 20 people are in the room and one of them is a billionaire, the, the average of the room, the average net worth of the room raised exponentially, even though it's like not a room full of rich people, if you get what I'm saying there. Um, so, yeah, average five yards or more on first downs is the first key. Second key, make sure to get MJ in rhythm with some easy completions that he's comfortable with. You know, 65 percent completion percentage or higher. That's important. That's what we need to see here. Um, I feel like in today's game, that's not asking for him to move mountains and it's not asking for a not to move mountains it's asking to get some things that he's comfortable with the receivers are comfortable with putting us in the winning position here i think we can do it last but not least run the damn ball run the ball please okay this is a team that struggles stopping the run mightily mightily if we cannot run the ball on this team we have problems we need at least 150 plus on the ground grayson what say you Marshall's run defense has struggled mightily. They're giving up nearly 200 yards on the ground every game. NC State needs to find a way to exploit this, and especially because this connects to both keys one and two. MJ Morris is now at quarterback. It's going to take a little bit of adjustment period to get him into the flow of this game. So it will be very important that we're able to move the ball on the ground and not have so much pressure on MJ here in just his first outing of the season I believe he can live up to that regardless but you'd like to be able to ease him in in some way or another here instead of having having him run around and gun for his life uh in just game one 119th out of 130 in terms of yards allowed per run with 5.82 they're allowing nearly six yards a run if we can't run the ball on this team then we just won't be able to run it and that's just that on that so now on the other side Stop Rasheen and you stop the hurl. 
the fact of the matter is Rasheen Ali is the engine that makes the car go. If you can shut him down, if you make Fancher beat you, you're in good territory. You are, I promise you, and I mean this with everything in my heart and soul. If Fancher can beat NC State, you tip your hat and you walk away saying, hey, they put together a great game plan. They got it. That's what that is. And that's that's just, you know, you live with that. But if we let Rasheen beat us, that means that we came in unprepared to stop what they do best. Set MJ up for success. We need to get into plus territory. These are the defense and special teams keys. So either get two turnovers or uh, returns that put us into plus territory. Plus territory meaning the 50 or better. Because at the end of the day, like I said, the key to beating this Marshall team is not start out hot. It's not get them down early and we'll we'll put them away. It's sustain this thing. It's get ahead and keep going. It's have MJ Morris comfortable and confident so that we get the it factor on our side of this is who we are, this is what we do. Last, linebackers, fill and get downhill, please. All of our linebackers need to have five-plus tackles. This isn't the Peyton Wilson show. We need to see more out of our Mike linebacker position, be it Foreman, be it Betty. And Jalen Scott, keep doing your thing. He's getting better. He's he's seeming to come into his own here. I love to see that. This has to happen for us to not only stop Rasheen Ali, but also uh, their quarterback likes to scramble a little bit as well. Their quarterback's got a little bit of wheels on him as well. They've got another back back there who's all right himself, who can school a little bit himself. So it's imperative that all of our linebackers properly fill gaps, properly be where they're supposed to be, and make tackles when they get there. Get there with bad intentions, as they say. Ultimately, I think these defensive keys might be more important than the offensive keys because this is how we're going to control this game. Like we mentioned in Thursday's episode, Marshall, they're going to come in here with some confidence. They truly do believe that they can beat us. If we fool around too long and continue their confidence, they can beat us. Marshall's a pretty solid football team. They have a great running back in Ali. Their quarterback is so-so through the air but what makes him dynamic is he can run quite a bit. Yeah. He ran for over 100 yards yeah. last week against Old Dominion. What NC State does best is stop the run. Marshall's biggest threat in this game is going to be running the football. If NC State shows up and does what they do best, we should be able to handle business for the most part on the defensive side of the ball. But I also want to hone in on the second key here in setting MJ up for success. Dave Dorn preaches a lot about complimentary football. We have not played a whole lot of that this season. We've had some turnovers in key places and not been able to capitalize on them. Starting in this game, this is now the midway point of the season. That needs to change. I was listening to Coach Dorn talk about sort of a a new energy around this team this week coming into this Marshall game. I certainly Mm -hmm. hope so because this team needs to get better at picking each other up on both sides of the ball if we want to see continued success the rest of this football season. So setting MJ up for success in his first time getting his feet wet here in 2023, it will be massive. You could ultimately use that as a key from every single game here on out. That's how important that is to this team moving forward. Yeah, absolutely. Complimentary football is going to be the name of the game uh, if we want to win this game. Because like I said, this Marshall team, again, on paper – it, you you kind of scratch your head and say, wait, how do they keep doing it? How do they keep pulling off and stringing together these wins? But somehow, time and time again, when you look at that final box score, all of a sudden Marshall has more points than the other team, and that's all that matters. And like I said, that pass rush is serious. They get after guys. 
that run game, Rasheen Ali, he's serious. He's he's a serious back. He's and like I said, he's not a Jar Jordan in that. Oh man, he found a gap. It's over. But he is a guy that can create a gap for himself by breaking somebody down. And and so you know this is this is going to be a, a solid test. And it's a good first game for M, for MJ because at the end of the day, this isn't some cupcake defense that's going to roll over and make it easy on. You got a ball hawking group of DBs and the defensive line that likes to absolutely get after it. So, you know, I'm excited to see the results here. In just a moment here, we're going to transition over to Fan Friday, talking about some of our top comments of the week after a quick word from our sponsors. Our first sponsor of the day is LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have the best access to the best qualified candidates available. And that's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. Add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you are hiring. And then use simple tools like screening questions to make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you would like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates that you want to talk to faster. So post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. All right. It is Friday. It is Fan Friday. We're now going to jump in to some of our top comments of the week. Let's get it. Let's see what our fans been saying. Our first one here comes from Troy Smith, 3955. They say, do you think MJ is the guy for the rest of the season, no matter what? What happens if he struggles too and nothing changes? Does Dave go back to Brennan and save the red shirt? MJ Morris is the guy. He should be the guy for every single game the rest of the season and every yeah. single game, however many more seasons he's still with us. You've made yeah. the change. You got to stick to your guns here. Every rep from here on out this season, whether it's good, whether it's bad, whether it's a touchdown, a turnover, whatever, all of that is going to benefit MJ and the rest of this team, if you want to go big picture, for the next two to three seasons. Now that you've made the decision, you got to ride it out. MJ's your guy. Yeah, absolutely. And the other thing is, I've talked about this all along. The reality is, even if MJ makes the same plays, same mistakes that Brennan's making, I'm okay with that because he's a second-year guy. He can learn from that and grow from that. And him learning and growing and getting better from those mistakes is more important to me than his red shirt. That's just the reality to me. I think it's much more important that he shows up and is, is you know ready to operate at a high level next year because he's made these mistakes this year than him showing up next year and still making these same mistakes then and learning from them then. Things would have to go very, very, very badly for Dave to then switch fields again and try to preserve this red shirt for MJ. It would have to be catastrophically bad, and we certainly don't see yeah. it going that way. Next one here comes from Fred Stewart 54 They say, more than likely, MJ will get different looks defensively because he has the threat to actually throw the football which means running the ball might work better. Whole offense should function at a higher level because the defense will have to honor all aspects. Yeah, I think there's certainly some truth here to this. Yeah, And you mentioned this a lot. The defenses we've played so far have always seemed to be right in our pocket when we try anything underneath. 
And you've always said, now, why do you think that is? It's because we weren't getting any respect with Armstrong throwing it deep. That now changes with MJ at QB1 here. He has shown that he will sling it deep and a lot more accurately in doing so. And because of this, this is what we were, we've were we been talking about over the summer when we were talking about having a, a dual threat quarterback, something we haven't had a whole lot at NC State. When both functions are able to control this game and get the ball down the field, that is what we were talking about. If we're able to open up the deep shot with MJ, that will immediately affect the run game as well because the defense is going to have to go a, a bit back and forth trying to figure out how to effectively stop us. And that is when you get a guy like a Michael Allen downfield or a Kendrick Raphael, whoever it may be. So certainly agree with that. Absolutely. And another thing that we've talked about a lot on the show, just make the right read is all we need out of the quarterback position. I know everybody thinks that our wide receivers are God awful and horrible and couldn't play on any other power five team and all that. I'm telling you, that's not the case. That's not the case. And if we can push the ball downfield effectively to draw a second safety out of the box, all of a sudden the running lanes look different. The run fits look different. Who's responsible for what looks drastically different than otherwise. This next one comes from Wolfpacker. This is a bit of a scheme question, Kenton. So I lined this one up specifically for you. They say, Kenton, what are your thoughts with the Nye's line schemes, knowing we have a patchwork offensive line right now? I rewatched this game also, and we ran five-man fronts for the first three quarters, but all four plays. I say he's doing a completely meh job. I'm not going to say it's great. I'm not going to say it's terrible. I think that his play calling hasn't been bad in terms of a lot of things in the running game, especially because, you know, watching watching more of the film, we could not get any push to run inside zone. Right. And granted, in inside zone, you don't need as much physical downhill like, hey, we need to move guys back as you do in uh, in gap schemes like a counter or like a power play. But the reality is we still need something. If they're reestablishing the line of scrimmage, and multiple guys are getting upfield, you know, you can get away with one guy getting upfield against inside zone because the running back can either bounce it or cut it back. But if you got multiple guys all penetrating together, you're looking at a very serious problem there. So, you know, that's – Anai's been meh, all things considered. It made a lot more sense that most of the runs were trying to get to the perimeter with seeing that we couldn't get much going um, through the middle of through the middle of their defense. So – do we need to have more stuff where we move the pocket and we give, you know, the whole give you the direct option of running or getting it downfield? I think that'd be great. I think that'd be great. Um, the only thing that I would say is our tight ends are we don't have any tight ends that I would say are are great blockers that are like, hey, keeping that guy in is what we need to do. Other than the C bros, um, I don't see any guys that are like, that's a valid blocking threat there. So I, I think that if we have Juice Vereen, if we have Trent Penix, if we have Chris Tudelin, they need to be out in the route. They're that type of special in the passing game that all three of those guys, they would need to be uh, somewhere receiving. But other than that, you know, I I think that our offensive line just needs to perform better. I'm not against the whole chipping thing, but, you know, we'll we'll see. We'll see. Next comment actually comes from Twitter. It's from our guy, Ty24. He says the next three years could be the most talent at state has had in the wide receiver room in a very long time. Of course, this is brought to light after the commitment of Christian Zachary. He's a UVA flip that announced his commitment 
on Thursday. So yeah. in this 2024 class, you have Jonathan Paler, you have Terrell Anderson, you have Christian Zachary, Jamar Boston, and then of course already here at State, you got Julian Gray, you got Terrell Timmons, and then the breakout star, Casey Concepcion. So it's still early to put any labels on this group, but I will say they are certainly trending in that direction. I think if they all pan out, and it, it's 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 even hard to categorize panning out, if they all continue on the trajectory that they are on, then I do believe that this could be the most talented wide receiver room since probably probably 2018, I think it was. We had Kelvin Harmon, Jacoby Myers, C.J. Riley, Emeka Mezzi, Thayer Thomas, Devin Carter. The list goes on. I think if everyone gets to campus and everyone continues to build off of the reputation they've built, especially a guy like a Jonathan Paler, you could see the most talented wide receiver room in, in quite some time. Yeah, I 5% agree. And I think that, you know, we're always talking about these situations in hindsight um, versus, you know, future optimism. So we know what everybody turned out to be. But if you really look back and think about what that class looked like at that time, Thayer Thomas wasn't even supposed to be a dude in that room. Like, objectively speaking, it was like, oh, yeah, there's this walk-on from baseball. I mean, he might give us something. Right. But, like, nobody was like, yo, Thayer is the guy. I'm telling you, he's one of them ones. His name's going to be all over the record books. Ameka, Kelvin, all them, yeah, they were supposed to be dudes. But, you know, I look at this group, I see something special because they have such a balance of all the different things that you need, right? Like, you need that big – you know, the, the big, tall guy that you can throw the fade ball to, you've got that in Timmons. You've got that in Zachary. Um, I believe you got that in Anderson to some degree as well. You've got that in all those guys. And then you've got the the small guys, the little get them the ball in space and watch them work guys in a paler, in a gray, in a Concepcion, you know. And, and, of course, you also need the guy that you're like, all right, who's my Mr. Reliable? Who's going to pop out? And, and be the guy that, like, every time we know that guy, 7-Eleven, always going to be open and his hands are going to be reliable enough to be a safety blanket. Now, that one, we cannot name him yet. We cannot say exactly who that is going to be yet, but KC's looking like a very good option for that role as of now. But the reality is this is a group that going forward, they not only have talent, but they have balance, right? You don't want six guys that are all 5'10", that like, you know, they, none of them are, are exactly the guy that you're like, all right, we're, you know, third and one on the one yard line, fade to that guy. They're stuffing in the box. They got everybody there one-on-one. I'm going to throw the fade ball to him. You don't want a bunch of those guys, but you also don't want a bunch of big guys to where you've got all these guys who are long striders, you know, who, who can't necessarily run the uh, crisp routes or don't have a great feel underneath. You know, you, you don't want that either. So, um, you need guys who can do a little bit of everything, and we got that. We got the stretch the field guys. We got the possession guys. We got the make-you-miss guys. This is a good group. This is a really good group going forward. What has felt like a potential weakness for NC State, especially here this year, I think it will very easily turn into a strength by 24 and 25, in addition to MJ at the quarterback position. So a lot of folks are getting rightfully optimistic about this offense in the coming years. I think we're certainly on the right track for something special. Uh, on the offensive side of the ball. Next one comes from Micah Venable. This is actually a basketball question. Wants to know if we can make a video or segment about the basketball team as far as updates, opinions, and the schedule. Yes, 
Micah and everyone else that is a Wolfpack Hoops fan, basketball is on the way. So here's our plan. NC State goes on a bye week. I believe it's in two weeks because we play Duke next week. During that bye week, that is when we will start to ramp up our basketball coverage as basketball begins the first week of November. So that's kind of the perfect time to start getting our feet wet in the world of basketball. But yes, basketball coverage is on the way. Not to worry. We will have you covered there. Absolutely. We're, I promise you, we, we've got these plans, these days scheduled out in a way that it's tough to kind of fit basketball. And even though we know it's important and we know, um, you know, how much we care about the basketball team, it's kind of tough to fit that in when we're like, all right, today we got to talk about the recap of the last game. Next day, we got to talk about this team's offense, this team, you know, and all that good stuff. Um, but we will be talking more basketball coming up very shortly. Grace has already told you we got the plan in place. Now it's just time to execute, all right? That's all we got to do. So, you know, tell all the other Wolfpack teams, don't do anything too crazy in the meantime in between time because we want to talk some basketball. We want to talk some men's basketball. We want to talk some women's hoops. We want to talk all the things. We just got to, you know, we, we trust me, hold on, it's coming. In just a minute, we're going to round this thing out with our final thoughts and predictions for the Marshall game after a quick word from our sponsors. Our second sponsor of the day is FanDuel. Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers can get $200 back in bonus bets guaranteed when you place just a $5 bet. Yes, that's right. $200 back in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. This app is super easy to use, and there's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. Closing out our Friday episode, this game has the 2 p.m. slot on the CW Network. NC State is favored by 6.5 points at home. Remember, as always, we will be live on YouTube immediately following the game. We will be tweeting out the link. But if you're not on Twitter, simply just wait about 20 to 30 minutes after the conclusion of the game, and you will find us live on YouTube. So be sure to join in, get your thoughts across, win or lose. We had over 100 people, I think, at one point in last week's live feed, so that was very cool to see. Be yeah. sure to jump in there. We'll get as many comments posted as as they're coming in. It was almost difficult to follow because of how many were pouring into the comment section. So as always, we certainly appreciate the support. But let's give our final thoughts and predictions for this Marshall game. Kenton, I'll have you go first. Final thoughts and give me a score. You know, this is a Marshall team that I think is a lot better than most folks think. However, I think the state is much better than most people think and much better than they've looked early in the season um, because, you know, I don't think that MJ Morris is that world-beating 99 overall quarterback yet. I don't think he's there yet. I think he's on his way there. And I think that he's going to show something special um, in this game, though. I, I really and truly do. You know, we're looking at an offensive line that's that's back healthy. We're looking at a receiving core where we're not looking at any significant injuries. And I have a sneaky suspicion that MJ Morris is going to show up and shine in this game. Uh, I think the defense performs well as well. I think that they got their swagger back a little bit, even in a loss. You know, I think they kind of got their swagger back in terms of like, this is who we are. This is what we do. Um, so with that being said, I, I want to say I got NC State winning – 27 14. Okay, that's very close to my prediction. And I, I'm on pretty similar lines as you here. 
With MJ taking over at quarterback, I do think you'll be able to see just a different energy about this. I mentioned this earlier in the week. One of my top criteria for if a quarterback is good or bad is does the team rock with you? Yeah. This team rocks with MJ. This fan base rocks with MJ. I believe the coaching staff rocks with MJ. And I think you're going to be able to tangibly feel that on the sidelines this Saturday. So now I say that, and again, I've also said the, the reverse side of the coin here, inserting MJ does not solve all of our problems. Yeah. The O-line has to be better. There has to be more of a run game. The wide receivers, we still need more consistency there. The defense, really not a whole lot to say other than keep up the good work because what we saw against Louisville is going to keep us in every single game we play from here on out. That sort Absolutely. of effort will give us a shot in every single game we play. And ultimately, it's going to be up to the offense to decide what happens from there. But I, I'm still expecting a little bit of growing pains. Again, game one for MJ, still have to work out the kinks. You're going to see more of an offense, I think, but nothing too crazy. I think Marshall is a formidable opponent. I have NC State 27-17. to 17. We win by 10 at home, and uh, we move forward to Duke the week following. That's going to do it for us here on Friday. As always, comment, like, and subscribe. Make sure to get your comments in the box. We'll make sure to respond to each and every one of those. Continue to subscribe. I I believe we're up near 750 now. We're continuing our climb up to 800. Thank each and every one of you for your support. It's been so great to see so many people, whether it's DMing us or tweeting at us or jumping in the YouTube comments. We see all of you and we appreciate all of you very much as we're going to continue to grow this thing. Looking forward to a good game on Saturday. Should be a win. I shouldn't say that. (laughs) The number one thing you don't want to say as an NC State fan is should. Looking forward to a good game, hopefully coming out with a win, but we will see you all again on our live feed following the game uh, Saturday afternoon. Again, look for that Twitter link. If not, wait about 20 minutes. You'll see us go live on YouTube, and we hope to see you there. Until then, go Pack. Go Pack.